Hello and welcome to the Film Ireland podcast. Um, I'm Gemma Gray and I'm here with Alan Maher, who is the producer of Song of Granite, this fantastic film that's coming out very, very soon. Where did um, Song of Granite come from? Where did, how, when did you come on board with this? I came, well, it, it, it was first presented to to myself and Andrew Meehan. He used to be head of development at the Irish Film Board. Oh, jeez. How many years? Seven years, six, seven years ago, I suppose. Um, um, Pat May, you think that's right, maybe. Um, and I was, so that was when Pat, I'd worked with Pat when I was, when I was at the Irish Film Board, the execs were across individual projects. So, um, there's a number of like Simon would be across projects Emma would be across projects and I'd be across projects so we tended to all to get into sort of a rhythm of, of the people we'd work with so if you work with them once you tend to work with them again and and I tended to be across all of Pat's films not first of all because he was doing documentaries and I was across all of all the documentary work and and then when he did Silence with um, Philip King and Tina Moran that, that naturally that was in my wheelhouse so I was across that too. So we, we built a kind of a good working relationship in that way. And, um, and I really loved his work and I thought, you know, he's making exceptional work, um, which had been supported by the film board from before I, I, I joined and, and subsequently it's still supported. And then when, um, I left the film board, uh, I thought it would be, Probably unusual project for me to be involved in. Uh, first of all, I don't have any real interest in, in the, you know, I mean, our traditional music, it wouldn't be something, would be, um, be, you know, something I'd be overly familiar with. It's certainly not the type of music I would, I would listen to. And um, I didn't know Joe Heaney and I didn't, um, and the Irish language, again, isn't, isn't um, I don't really speak Irish. I might, you know, school Irish that everybody has. So it was a new, so when Pat um, brought it to to me when I was at Rhodes Entertainment, I think and and Pat could perhaps have a different view in this, but I, I think it was it was almost that he felt that perhaps I could bring something um, new to the exploitation more than anything else. I think the role was was almost once we get the film finished, can we help kind of get this out into the world? Um, and I think that's what Pat was looking for. So I don't I don't think he'd be I don't think he, he is great collaborators. He's Owen McGillabrida who writes with Pat and Sharon Woolley who writes with Pat and they are like a really great team, so they write really well together. And it's unusual uh, to have uh, like a film writing team. Yeah. Like it's not it's not too common. Well, I, that's one of my other questions though. They, they they they've always done it. Yeah. So they've they've done it for years and they did it in silence and, and they're working on more features together too. And I think they just they just balance everything out very well. And Cause it's very minimalist in, in the approach as well so obviously it, they it's quite close to the script strangely yeah. you know, I mean the script was loose but it it was very um it was very well realized and it was um and certainly the Irish film board and everyone all the funders who read it really really loved the script even even though you know it was it was it was an unusual script in that there was you know room for archive and and yeah. and, and there was a lot of space in it but um it was very strong so when Pat brought that then it did um it it was on it was on our slate for a while and and quite honestly it took me a while to really f- focus on it properly and it was 
it was when Jesse uh, Fisk joined that 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 we had the capacity and somebody who was really brilliant at, at production to to come on. And then from that point on, we just got stuck in. So we're on it for a few years, and we shot some camera tests, and we'd and Tina Moran had organized camera tests and some shooting down, you know. Um, and then once we kind of got in, and we brought Amy Rowan on to start casting it, and we brought canada and it, it it really started and to get going i'd say that was a, a difficult job because there was a lot of boxes to be ticked so yeah. like a, so especially with child actor gail gore there, oh, uh, yeah. a, a set of pipes on him like I'd that, say that, was, that ruled it down massively well the, the casting was was really i mean it was really good fun and i think um pat knew me um uh who plays the sort of middle joe um very well and he and he knew him from from his from the singing he'd done so he sort of brought him on and amy ha- did the casting on mcdower and um and colm and and colm was a fine amy found him and known about him but colm had appeared colm shoiga um had appeared on the um late late show he's been on before and he's on all these various singing competitions but i mean the casting was i mean there was good fun actually um when we were putting it all together and and pat was working with the actors i mean it was certainly one of the most enjoyable um parts of the the, the process when he was going out and figuring it out but yeah colin was exceptional um it was uh my kind of big regret and all of that even though pat you know pat knew what he wanted and and was very sure and has a great eye um was that the, the closing was was quite difficult um uh the closing of the finance with all the different moving parts and and some of the challenges that were being presented by the the change in from the tax incentive to being being a tax credit that hadn't really been fully thought through i don't think or whether they are now it's another question mm-hmm. so that was very very challenging and the, the the closing was was much tougher than it should have been so it kind of took my i, I just had to concentrate and basically just finding money to pay everyone because and and some of the other others weren't like the, the film board were fantastic the arch film board because they sort of understood the challenges that were being presented understood that they weren't the, on um uh, you know wasn't the fault of the producer i mean it was it certainly isn't i mean that any challenges of the tax incentive and tax credit have nothing to do with individual producers and everything to do with with other choices that were made probably early on with with the tax credit and it, it was just difficult and i think that was a real challenge as it is for every i think it's going to be for any film that's not um doesn't got the ability to deep pockets to cash flow the, yeah. The, yeah, which the would be most, I'd say, <laughs> a lot of them. Be. Yeah, well, who knows? The the actual creative process went very well, and and uh, with our great location manager and and Jesse and and um, I have to. I mean, we have the Richard Kendrick, and I mean, if when people see the film, Richard Kendrick, who's the DP, did such an amazing job, mm-hmm. and was so amazing, and Andrew Riley was focus puller, and they did a fantastic job, and we. Yeah. we Pat with what was, and in a way, his regular team and John Bob Brennan, which was a sound mixer, and uh, Tiger Sullivan, his editor. Um, he really did bring together a fantastic team who, who you know, did a, an amazing job. And we had a great AD team and, 
and and locations we were blessed with and Podrick Neil and um, Louise Stanton Podrick the production designer Louise did the costumes just were all incredible as well I mean Podrick they were just, different eras as well the style just he, style. we built an island essentially like it was uninhabitable and then it was like it was it was the most remarkable thing again all of these things presented challenges because we weren't the approach we sort of felt thought we were going to have at the beginning wasn't really the approach the film ended up um, taking it it became had a bigger scale to it than we were sort of prepared for but you learn from these things and and i suppose that the production team including myself we kept all that tiny and really small and everything else expanded around us which was which was challenging and that we you know we were really stretched and overstretched and 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 jess and and rushing garrity and and, and Rachel Barry, if she was working with us, were just amazing, but just also overworked. And, yeah. and at the same time, at the closing, it was it was a challenging few weeks because we all had different perspectives. And Evelyn McLaughlin, as well, who was our production agent, really kind of um, was was there to, to at every step to kind of help us through it. But it was yeah, it was challenging. But it was <laughs> yeah, but it was it was good. And then and all that everything just came together from from. From those points but the actual shoot was was very very pleasant i mean everyone had a very good time and pratt did a great job directing um so outside of everything the kind of what was going on around it the actual shoot was really well protected and run and and really nicely you know handled by by everybody and we had a, like a top quality crew and i don't think we could have gotten through without that and the people at the helm and pratt at the helm sort of you know, inspiring everyone all the way through it, which was great, really. And I'd say it's hard to find locations for something like that as well, especially yeah. when you have different like eras to cover. And yeah, Kieran, like, was finding locations for us. I think we, I mean, I think the main one was the island because that yeah. took care of a lot because it meant that we could shoot a lot in one location. Um, because otherwise there was, you know, would you do exteriors in those the first shots that are in the twenties and thirties, or do you? Um, uh, would you like do have multiple locations to kind of achieve the same thing? Whereas we did have for for that first week, we did have one key location, which which was challenging, and and had you know take Kirks out and um there was health and safety, and we had we had divers, and we did everything around yeah. that. But we you know it, it did help in that way, and then the other locations kind of came together, and there's a lot around Galway. Um, and somewhere and in the, what was the pub did I recognise the, oh, the, the red the pub the... No, it's, oh the grave diggers yeah, no yeah, I'm yeah. thinking yeah it, uh, it looked well, familiar that's where the the main um, the, the big the sing along yeah. yeah so that was but Philip King um, who you know is very well known for other voices and his radio show in South Wind Blows his name was company um, and Teen Moran they were they were brilliant in bringing together all those musicians and and sort of really getting the right team together to kind of make that feel as authentic as it was and that again was like a lot of Pat said I want to shoot it this way and we're like no it's not gonna work Pat no way and maybe we'll have a few pints no no they can't drink and but like <laughs> Pat sort of uh, kind of got his own way and mm. and and again with himself and Richard he was like I want this to be shot in a certain way which is amazing because the the Song of Granite isn't just you know 
with everything that's going on, I think it might be easy to mention one, one of the things I love most about it, which is the different styles of, of documentary filmmaking, even yeah. though it's not a documentary, but that it's, there's Robert Flaherty influences in the beginning and then you get into more verite style and like, you know, whether it's Wiseman's or, you know, or the Males' brothers, you know, and then you get into, you know, the more 80s style sort of doc. So it's, it's, I thought that was really smart and clever. And certainly I think that scene in, 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 in the pub is, is electrifying, mm-hmm. I feel. And, and, and it was really, really brilliantly handled by Tina and, and Philip and Jess and, and Roisin, um, who all kind of put that together. Well, um, um, And then I was going to ask you uh, uh, earlier, you mentioned about the, the writing process. Would you be involved much with the dramas? Mm-hmm. You were in documentaries, but would you be involved much with the, the, the shaping of the script yeah, yeah. up to a certain point? It, it depends on who you're... I mean, it, it sort of depends on the... You respect... I mean, what I learned from mistakes I made in, in Element, um, what I was quite inexperienced was you, you, you sort of have to respect whatever different approach writers take to to delivering material and some some writers very much respond to sitting down and and working things out step by step and 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 generating ideas and is really feeding into it um we're working with andrew leg on something at the moment and andrew really responds to you know you feedback and you're there and he asks he asks that question he's really curious you know he's like was this working or what do you think? And he's really quite brilliant in that way. Whereas Marco Halloran, probably possibly less so. I mean, he definitely responds, you know, responds well mm. to notes and yeah. and is very open. But he had like you know, he he will go off and he will he will do what he's like. He will just get there and he will deliver it. But he 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 needs to to really feel it to to experience it to to every every word matters to him and is truthful and he and he works so hard. So by the time Mark delivers a draft, it's it's already gone through it's almost like it's it's the fifth draft even though he's calling it the first draft because he's done so much work on it and and so it depends and certainly with um even though mark you know, mark's very open it you know um and he works quite closely with directors um on material that less so so it depends on who you are and we're working with kieran foy on on a project that we've been working on for a while that um and Kieran would respond very well. I mean, we worked together, even when the work we did on Citadel, mm-hmm. at the early parts of it, when we, we'd, we'd be very collaborative with each other because we both kind of knew what we wanted to do. I mean, it was all Kieran, but there was certain ideas which you could kind of um, bounce off. So, you know, I enjoyed that. But it depends on who you're working with. Um, but, yeah, we don't, like, it's... it's um, and I think sometimes genre material and and, and that is is important to be to, to get quite involved in it, um, but not to the stage where you're doing it by committee or uh, we don't make those sort of films. I don't think those films really work outside the studio system. So uh, then I was going to say, is there ever a point where you have to step in in an edit and like make some hard choices or anything like that? Would you? It, it's it's somebody was asking this the other day. I mean, it was one of those things that. It, what I mean, because we haven't got about the expectation or anything of a film yet. But if you're making an art house film, the the truth is that the the, the director is what European festivals and European sales agents and some European distributors respond to. The director is is key, and so you can't piss off the director. I mean, there's nobody has, I, I'm, and it's one of those things when people go well. Why would I work with a film board? They have approval over the rough cut, and like I'm like, oh, I don't want any interference, any creative interference. And like, well, 
you know, the truth is that there's no value in your film if the director's walked off and isn't involved anymore because you don't really have anything. You just, you have a film, sure. But if you don't have somebody there to to back the film or to be at those festivals or to pick up those awards or to talk about the film or to do Q&A sessions or even, you know, films we distributed or to do the interviews, you don't really have anything. You can't, it'd it, it, be like, you know, watching the Florida Project and going, well, Sean Baker is, 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 has disowned this film. He's not being involved in it. Nah, that won't really work. Or Greta Gerwig with Lady Bird. If she's suddenly like going, ah, oh, well, I hated this film. It's taken away from me. It, it just doesn't work at that scale. I mean, it can work on Ant-Man. You know, if Edgar Wright walks off, then you can still have something in it. But it just, it, so the edit is as collaborative as anything else. But yeah, certainly there is going to be heated discussions and there should be. I mean, there should be because people are going to disagree and it's how you find your way out of that. And again, finding ways to work, to work with directors. And there are times when I can be quite open, like quite confrontational, I suppose, or quite straightforward. Com- straightforward is the nicer way of yeah. saying confrontational. Some people respond to that. Some people don't, but you learn as you're going along. And, and there is in every edit, I think there is, there's a panicky stage. There is mm-hmm. like that stage where you go, Oh, why is this going to be like, this is not what I want it to be. Yeah. There's a stage where here's what is in the script, but yeah. then something could be better That's, as well. well and yeah, then it's to look at it with the fresh eyes and yeah. Or this just isn't working and you just can go, Oh my God, this is like, and, and then find your way through it, I think, or the editor and the director find their way through it. And, but it can be challenging. And I think, I mean, there's only a couple of, I mean, at the film board, I would get quite involved. And there's only, I can, there's two films, I think that were, were just I thought were just sort of disastrous and and that doesn't help either because it's not a very helpful attitude to have but you just sort of despair as to what um what can be done to 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 make the the film palatable and and I suppose everyone I mean I just I think you've got to always be aware that no matter who's dealing with a film it's somebody somebody somewhere has championed your film to get it financed and I think there's a responsibility on the part of the filmmakers to ensure that 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 you you respect and and um and make sure that that person is well served by that decision they made. I mean, on Song of Granite, we had Keith Potter from the Irish Film Board. He was just amazing and and is an executive producer in any true sense. He's not a producer. He's I mean, I mean that should be his credit because he was just amazing. And and again. Keith really backed our project and stood up for our project and believed in our project. And I felt we owed it to Keith in a way to, to, to make something he could be proud of and feel that, that, you know, um, justified all his hard work. And I think, I think that's always important to remember. I think for just somebody somewhere has, has really put, not put their neck in the line, but maybe put their neck in the line for your film. You know, people are, and and whoever is involved, Tisha Carr were very involved in you know our film as well, and BAI and in telefilm, and you know you, you just gotta um, listen to to as much as you can while backing the director. I mean, it, but yeah. And it seems to have been received very well. Oh, so from, yeah, yeah, we're, we're really good happy. reviews. Yeah, no, we're really. Yeah. I think it was. It's 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 really sort of almost exceeded expectations for us. We've been really really happy. I mean, it was a bit tricky um, at the start. We 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 made a few calls on on where where the film would premiere, and um, when South by Southwest offered, it wasn't that that. Um, and I'm sure Janet um, Pearson and Jim Kilmar know very well would would 
we're tested this. It, it was it was the only choice we had to make because it wasn't in competition. So we're like, okay, well, it's in this other section um, beats per minute. So will that work? And is it going to be enough platform? And Janet was very honest with me about it. And then we just uh, we just made a call on it, and and it was a really good call. And then when we got to Austin, we realized you know we got loads of great support from mm. Seth By. They're amazing, and and the festival itself is fantastic, and the quality of films is really high. And we it's were super really cool. Like it's a it cool, cool festival. It's just whether we would fit yeah. in, and like because we weren't, we're not cool. So it was <laughs> like, uh, so it was. It's, in a way, well, in a sense, cool. it's, a, it's a it's a music video alternative musical. Yeah, exactly. So it is. It has its and, edge. And that yeah, did it's work. different. Yeah, and and eventually, and then we got we got an indie wire review um, with, with our PR guy organizers, and it was great, and that worked. And then we and then Fanula Halligan uh, Screen Screen Daily gave us a really great review as well. And and from that, it, it then oscilloscope picked it up and from that point forward it, it, it gathered some momentum but it was it was all important where we that it was it was a nerve-wracking sort of decision to make and I think when that seemed to pay off we were we were really happy and and from that point on it seemed to gain some traction but you never know I mean there's the the big terror I mean the terrifying thing is nothing could happen and and I, we were sort of really wanted to we wanted to premiere in the US, I think, you know, because uh, the film was partly set there and and we thought that would make sense. And and, and it really it really did turn out to be really good for us. Um, and then we could come to Galway after that. And we did Calovi Valley, which is fantastic in between, and other festivals. And we've done a lot of festivals now. And then build up from that and London and where else were we recently? And then we've, oh, we've just released the film. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah our second weekend is higher than our first in the states that's good um so word of mouth is actually building in, in the states even though i mean the box office figures are are low but um we're only on, we're only playing on one screen in, in new york and film forum but the results are really good and very encouraging so the word of mouth is getting better so we're we're kind of building We've built week by week, um, but and now we're just going to then hope that we have a brilliant distributor called Oscilloscope, so they'll just roll it out. But generally, the reviews have been really, really good. We're, we're, um, we've only got a couple of people who, who I think didn't really get it. We'd, mm. We've won hilariously bad review, which was just, it was just, it was, I mean, I hate to say, but it was just kind of wrong. I mean, mm. it was like everything it was saying was like, no, that wasn't the intention. No, he didn't read that right. Um, so that was, uh, but mostly it's been favorable. Not everyone yeah. will like it though, but that's okay. You know, but, Pat will say that as well. I mean, yeah. it's not, not everyone likes most things. That's yeah. Fine. There's always people that hate something. But the people who <laughs> do fine. love it, I think people will love it. And I think yeah. you always want to, um, director called Alan Brennan once said you always want to make somebody's favourite film so it's better to make some like somebody to love a film one has been involved with than just make a whole bunch of so-so things that nobody will really respond to and then I have another question yeah. uh, drama tra- trade oh trade is it oh yeah drama trade yeah. it's trade okay oh, um, <laughs> why do I okay I put no, my inverted commas in the wrong place drama trade yes. well trade is a working title it's yeah. a script we've been uh, developing with Marco Halloran based on his stage play trade um, so we've been developing for four years now um, and we are hopeful that we're going to production next year with Peter Mackey Burns directing. Peter directed Daphne, um, which is a really, really great film that uh, was released a couple months ago. And uh, was actually in South by Southwest at the same time as us. Excellent. After premiering at, at Rotterdam. So we... Um, 
So we're casting that now. Well, the main parts, and that's with the BFI and the film board and the Bureau in the UK, or our co-producers I mentioned before, Justin Gallagher. And the Bureau did um, Lean on Pete and Daphne Valentina. Uh, produced there and um, uh, 45 years weekend and the bureau it's, it's a company that stretches back you know many years um, so they're really quite awesome so yeah we're, we're, we're financing and putting that together it's 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 as you know it's the usual sort of challenges but it's a really great project and certainly it's something I really love and as uh, I'm very grateful to Mark. I just left the film board and Mark um, uh, sat down with me and said he had this script and, you know, and, and this play that he wanted to do and he just sent it to me. So it was a great, uh, really kind of real loyalty and it was very nice. And, and, and Mark's brilliant to work with. He's just amazing. He's, he's really is a genius. And, um, but, but it's, it's challenging work and anything that's really truthful. But I think it's yeah. in its own way it'll be, um, it, it, I think it can break some new ground. You What's know. it about? It is about a man in his early fifties who is um really going through a very very acute crisis in his life, which has been you know uh, brought on partly by the death of his father, and we. We, we find him when he's celebrating the month's mind of his father. He's been dead um, a month. And and he begins a relationship with a young uh, male prostitute. Um, he's a married man. And we see how this impacts on his life and his yeah. mental health and all sorts of other things over the course of five days. So it's, um, it's really quite powerful stuff. It's mm. very, very very honest like searingly honest most anything mark uh, yeah. uh, any anything i've ever watched of his i always kind of yeah. can feel it when you leave the cinema you're like oh that was and i think, and I think actually what i just said very good. pretty much if anyone's yeah. seen the play that would apart from the five days thing but the rest of it is pretty much contained in a in a in a, in a way in the play mm. so but we, we have expanded it out to, to more than that it's it's a um but the writing is really beautiful. It's um, it's uh, and it 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 it's very it, it isn't a coming out story. It's it's something else really. Um, but I think it touches on a lot of things um at the moment, including kind of uh, it's, it's no real. I mean, like it's not it's not designed to be an issue driven film, you know. Mm-hmm. But it it it's more just about really um uh, really going very deep into it and it, it feels it feels unique um to us so uh and i think that'll be and i think it should play very well and peter mackie burns is bright and he's been really brilliant um he's been on it now you know six months or so and he's been fantastic and really brought something um really fresh to the material so that's that one, yeah, and one of many that well, are coming well, up. We've got, yeah, I've got like a few in development. Now we don't have that many in development, but we've got. Um, we still got docs that are ongoing. At you know, a number of docs, I think, one time. That's uh, it. With, with, if it's docs, do you kind of have to wait for your final arc to happen? Is that's it that a you question. kind of have to sit around until your final arc? Uh, well, we've just gone through that. Bad? The film we've just finished. We just sort of gone through that and asked the question. Um, 
that sometimes it, it presents itself you know mm. i think that it's um you can but sometimes that's never going to happen sometimes the film is about something else one of the of all the films i was across most of the film where it, uh the film i really love is is, is colony which morgan bush produced uh with mike dara and yeah ross yeah. mcdonald and carter gunn uh directed and i think that film you know some people may have struggled with which i think is, that was really funny i thought it was surprisingly hilarious but also it's not about that wasn't really like if, if there was a climax to that it would have been a false climax oh everything's solved everything's great <laughs> the bees are it back it was that person's fault uh yeah um but it, it it wasn't it was about the impact of this particular um of colony collapse disorder at that time on a particular family which was a colony in itself uh, a queen bee and you you kind of have to um and that to me made it a much better film that to me is a piece of like it's a fantastic you know uh, slice of uh, americana it's got like such it's such insight into what's happening and, and they're that's great what I characters yeah. yeah i think it's so amazing and i think that that is and i think the film we've just finished and um, with tom burke uh, i feel has the same quality to it you know it's it's it, it's about something else you know not just not just what is overtly the issue but what's underneath the issue how, how it impacts individuals because my, what I mean, my last thing on docs is that we don't I, I'm uh, I don't know if this end but I'm kind of agnostic a lot of the times if I can say that on I, there's not many necessarily want to make docs that 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 have a particular subjectivity to them or a subject like there's something an issue though when i can i think it's really about the director and the storytelling and and the vision and the approach and and also having an objectivity so if something happens in the course of a doc you um you have to accept that and sometimes somebody you thought was good is turns out to be somebody bad somebody bad turns out to be somebody good and you should be open to that yeah i don't think it's you know you can be a um, you know, I don't. I, I, I think that if you've made up your mind before you've made the doc, I think that's not a good thing, and it can result in quite boring documentaries. Um, and um, and I think documentaries can take you into unusual places, like Icarus takes yeah. you to somewhere very, very strange, and uh, and that's brilliant. You know, I think that that is, um. Um, and obviously, everybody wants to make docs like that, and and um, we'll see. We've got maybe got a, we've got one coming down the road, which I think is is going to be very surprising. But that's one we definitely have to keep under our hats. Mm, no. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so, just before we go, when can we see a Song of Granite? Okay, that's good. It, it it's released on December eighth in the Cinemax in Bantry, uh, the IMC in Galway. The Irish Film Institute, Lighthouse Cinema in Smithfield, Mayo Movie World, Omniplex in Cork, the Queen's Film Theatre in Belfast, the I in Galway, and the W Cinema in Westport. And then on the 15th um, of December, it expands to the UK, where Globe and Glasgow Film Theatre, and so far, we'll have, we'll have more venues to be confirmed over the next couple weeks, and, and the ICA in London. Um, so there you go. And there will be Q&As um, over that weekend on, in, in, on Friday, the 8th and Saturday 9th in Dublin, uh, 
8th is in the IFI, 9th is in the Lighthouse, and then in the Galway Eye on Sunday 10th. And and delighted to know that that will be with Pat Collins, not me. So you'll have somebody with real <laughs> insight into the film. Um, and hopefully some, maybe Owen will, will go, who's, who's brilliant as well. So it's, um, but Pat is, is very, very... Um, articulate and entertaining and passionate so you would um, well worth um, allow, you know having the opportunity to, to go to one of those and and, and um, you know interact with, with Pat there and I mean and some people do have questions to ask and Pat, Pat will, will give you very strong answers and can talk about Joe Heaney a lot more as well and we may have some other things planned for those but certainly it's worth seeing and, and it is definitely a film to be seen on the big screen yes it is, it is it is yeah it's it's pure cinema but we're very proud of it and i'm very proud that we got to be involved and and it was an amazing team i have to say so if you like um stunning visuals if you like beautiful music and if you want to give yourself an early christmas present go catch this film um thanks a million for chatting to us thanks Gemma. excellent <laughs>